Something that I found quite intriguing was that ever since I met you, you've been talking about the so-called Europe. Yeah. And I never completely understood what you meant by that, but you've been very consistent in in saying this this, this Europe, like, quote unquote. And Nicolas, you've recently been working to deconstruct the concept of of Europe and of Europeanness, and I thought maybe for me it would be interesting to listen to maybe first you talk about what you mean by the so-called Europe, and then having you relate that to your work. Personally, before I came to Europe myself, I, I knew it as a as a continent, and uh, just like uh, as Africa. But when I came here, I saw that I realized that not every European state were actually part of Europe. You had the, the Schengen, as you said, and then you have all these other Romania, Russia, Ukraine. Some of these people are not Europeans, but they are part of Europe. Hmm. So in the last two years, there has been this whole argument about uh, what is identity, the identity of an European. So I got very confused, and uh, I, I saw it as a term of using to brainwash people. There are actually this term called Europe in the way I saw it when I was in Africa, and what the real Europe seems to look like here. So I decided to look at it as a, a word to use to fraud people, because even as Europeans or the Danes themselves, I was Last year, I was really in this crisis of trying to figure out what it meant to be a Dane. So I was asking a lot of people, what does it mean to be a Dane? What does it mean to be an European? Because I can't figure that out. Hmm. And nobody could actually give me a very straight answer. Yeah. So I looked at it as a way of writing people, and I just thought, okay, it's a scam. So I, I always think like, uh, yeah, the so-called Europe. Yeah. Because no one can give me a good uh, definition of what it is. Sure. Well, these are many of the same concerns that inform recent work that I've been doing on what I call the European question. Mm. And I choose that phrase, the European question, on the model of what in the early 20th century might have been called the Jewish question, mm. or in the United States, the Negro question, yeah. um, or the woman question, or the nationalities question. That is, uh, social movements in the early part of the 20th century you know, used this formulation to refer to various kinds of groups that were produced as a problem. <laughs> you know? And so what I want to do is say, well, it's time for Europeanness to be a problem. Um, so let's ask the question about Europe. And indeed, so I use this phrase, so-called Europe, as well. And, I, and, uh, and again, for many of the same reasons, because there's, a, there's nothing natural or stable or fixed or, you know, or objective about what we call Europe, right? Um, so there is this kind of common sense that, well, we know what these different continents are, and yeah. so they have these different names, and they, they map onto different groups of people who live in them. Um, but then when we look at, when we look at, you know, things a little closer, it, it becomes much more complicated. And as you say, so you have European countries that are not part of the European Union, um, you have European countries that are not part of the Schengen Agreement. You have 
uh, you have European Union countries that are not part of the Schengen Agreement. You have <laughs> you have um, you have Schengen countries that are not part of the European Union, etc. Yeah. So you have all of this kind of um, all of these kinds of contradictions and discontinuities um, that that mean what what actually is at stake is a whole series of different processes of making new borders, right? Mm. And those different kinds of different the the, the differences between. Um, the inside and the outside of one or another vision of Europe. Um, so in the first place, I think it's an interesting problem from the point of view of migration because uh, it's inseparable from the question of race. And this is what people tend to avoid talking about. Right? So in Europe, every discussion of migration always has a racial subtext Yes. because migration is constructed to be about people who are non-Europeans. Yes. And in the era of, of uh, free mobility for Europeans within the EU and the Schengen zone, um, indeed what that means is, you know, a kind of re-entrenchment. Europe for Europeans, you know, people are free to move around, but anyone who is perceived to be non-European um, is, uh, is automatically suspect and somehow, you know, uh, potentially some kind of dubious outsider or some kind of foreigner. Um, but that's, that's deeply tied up with questions of, um, of race and racialization. Mm. And when I say racialization, I'm also trying to say, well, there's nothing natural about race. And what we think of as the differences among different people race. that are called race, called racial differences, actually that too is historically produced and it's continuing to be produced. And that's why we say racialization. It's a process of producing racial differences and distinctions and meanings and discriminations. And it's very relevant when we think about Europeanness and uh, European identity, right? Because, for example, if you look at this neo-Nazi movement in Germany, PEGIDA, um, PEGIDA stands for Patriotic Europeans Against the Islamization of the West, yeah. right? So it's a very peculiar name. Um, but the interesting thing, very interesting to me anyway, is that these people who are obviously German nationalists and who are obviously... Um, you know, kind of, um, you know, right-wing anti-immigrant populists of a very recognizable variety yeah. have labeled themselves patriotic Europeans, right? So what is, what's at stake in that move from Germanness to Europeanness, from Danishness to Europeanness? Yeah. Uh, part of what, what is at stake, I think, is the reproduction of European identity as a racial formation mm. of post-colonial whiteness with respect to, first and foremost, migrants and refugees um, who are you know, largely racialized as not white, not European, and you know, some kind of unwelcome foreigner. Um, some so, aliens. <laughs> some kind of aliens. Um, so, you know, so then when we start to ask the question of Europe, we get... You know, we start to have a whole proliferation of interesting questions open up that otherwise uh, are obscured if we take for granted that these things are just self-evident, natural, objective facts, right? Uh, but even within Europe, you know, some some Europeans are more European than others, right? <laughs> and uh, you know, and most importantly, um, you know, we could think about um, we could think about the example of the Roma, who have you know, for many, many centuries been produced as one of the internal outsider groups, internal foreigners, mm -hmm. um, who are absolutely European. No one could, no one could uh, make any reasonable claim 
that the Roma are not in and of Europe and have been for as long as anybody knows anything. Yes. Um, of course, they sometimes like to tell a crazy story about how these people must have migrated from someplace else, you know, a thousand years ago, something like that. But the point is, the, you know, the Roma are indeed Europeans, mm. and many of them are ostensibly Europe, you know, EU citizens because they're born uh, in in the EU countries. Um, but of course, their their racial marginalization and the violent you know, subjugation of the Roma uh, has long meant that they have very little substantive basis to claim citizenship anywhere, mm. you know. But, um, but the fact that in strictly legal terms they appear to be EU citizens means, um, means that there are new problems presented when, when countries uh, that are wealthier in Northern Europe or in Western Europe want to, um, want to get rid of them, mm. you know. So then you also have the deportation of Europeans by, you know, European countries. Um, but so, so I think we have to think of these things in a continuum. We need to sort of see how all these questions are linked up, you know, and it's, um, you know, it's similarly raised uh, in other ways with um, the question of, of um, you know, people of color who are born and raised in European countries, who are maybe the, you know, the people that are frequently described as being of migrant background, <laughs> right? Although they've never migrated, you know, but, the, but there's a way that the word migrant automatically is, is mobilized to signal African some kind of American. racial difference. Mexican-American. When, when these terms are being used... Okay, I don't know how to argue this because it's a very big discussion to take on. I was having a discussion with someone actually about what is Dane and who is a Dane. And, and then I started asking her, you're from where? She said, she's, I'm a Dane, but she was from, uh, how is it called, the UK, but she was born here. So I told her, no, but you're not. Because I know people who are born here, but they are not uh, Danish citizens. Or I'll not assume that's Danish citizens. She said, I'm, I'm British. And so what? Uh, uh, so in that sense, I was just thinking, like, there are many people who are born here in Denmark or another sort of European country, but in no matter how long they have stayed in the country, no matter where they have, um, what their sort of job or whatever they do, in the exception that they have never migrated from that country to another place, but somehow they, are, they still have this either migration background or African-American or um, how do you call it, from Middle East background, mm -hmm. the parents, why is it that we have to mix with this? Then I see some Europeans in Africa, in America, in Asia. Let me say the ones in Africa, South Africa particularly, they will call themselves South Africans. And then I have a problem with this. Mm -hmm. And then I see people in America, they call themselves Americans. I have a problem with this. Hmm. Why not European American? Hmm. Why not South Afri European South African? When you can call me um, some sort of, uh, let's say, Euro European, so with migrant background, why is this term not being used for the Europeans hmm. themselves? Hmm. It's one of the things because this is where I see the production of who is the, um, who is the Europeans, for instance. And why everyone sort of perceive them as to be the, um, I don't know, the ones to produce this idea of who fits and who doesn't fit. And with your question, who is, what is Europe? Particularly for me, I have looked at this and I see it as 
a group of people trying to marginalize other people are all around them. Radio 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 Radio